Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. We are recording this podcast on Wednesday, July 13th. And joining me as always is my partner, Dr. Orfe Devangi, PhD economist. My wallet got lighter without any dollar bills coming out of it. According to the Consumer Price Index, the CPI is at 9.1%. From a historical perspective, how long has it been since we've seen numbers like this? And what does it mean? I think it's like either September or November 1981. CPI inflation increased by 9.1% this last month in June. It's the highest. We've seen it in 40 years. And, and yeah, I mean, it's a continuing story, right? We started seeing these numbers creep up throughout 2022. We thought it had peaked, right? So you heard a lot in the news, oh, you know, CPI might have peaked. But actually, inflation has gained steam in the last month. And most of that is due to gas, food, but mostly shelter. We look at the if you look at rent, the rent component of CPI, you see that it's increased tremendously and it's likely to keep increasing. So what all factors into the consumer price index or the CPI? It's a basket of goods, right? So it's what Americans spend their money on. And what do you think about the fact that food and housing alone made up 51% of the increase in CPI over the past year, you know, that doesn't leave a lot to spend on other things. And that's the fear. The fear is that consumer spending is going to fall. And if consumer spending starts to decrease, then the U.S. economy is in trouble. The risk of recession actually is increasing because households' financial health is in trouble. I had read a story and it was probably maybe in the first quarter of this year, that talked about who would inflation impact specifically in the U.S. economy. And it was virtually, I believe, every household that was below $200,000 a year in income. And that's a lot of Americans. Am I in the ballpark on that number? Yeah, of course. If you think about the the wealthy, the wealthy have been hit when you look at stock market wealth, right? Stock market wealth falling, stock market declined a lot this year, you know, in double digit territory. But mostly, you know, inflation hurts uh, low income, especially renters and those on fixed income, right? Retirees, those who are close to the end of their careers, they're not likely to see a ton of income increases because they're at the end. But also, you know, you, you look at the value of these assets for retirees, has been declining, deteriorating rapidly in 2022. And so these are the people who are disproportionately affected by this uh, surge in inflation. So where do we go from here? You know, as we're trying to make sense of the economy and the direction in which it's moving, the consumer prices spiked 1.3% in June. So that's 9.1% over the past 12 months. And as you said, it's the largest increase in 41 years. Is there anything that you're seeing or hearing that might suggest this may slow down or level off? I ask you this question because in my home state of Illinois, I'm seeing gasoline prices starting to retreat just a little bit. Not a lot, but just a little bit. I do a fair amount of the grocery shopping for the family. I have not seen the prices 
at the grocery store going down in any way, shape or form. And in fact, I remarked on my last run through the checkout that it's been a long time since I've spent what I spent on what is a typical shopping cart for us and our family of five. But what are you seeing and what are you hearing? I think what's likely to happen is after this holiday season, gas prices are going to retreat a little bit. Food prices might also retreat. The rent component in CPI is actually expected to continue to increase. And so uh, so that's going to put upward pressure on inflation. It's how the Fed is going to react to the news, right? The Fed is going to react to the news by tightening monetary policy to try to bring down inflation. Now, unfortunately, too much inflation could hurt the economy. And yet tightening policy could also, too much, could also hurt the U.S. economy. And so the Fed is caught between a rock and a hard place. You know, it's very difficult to steer the U.S. economy into a soft landing when the numbers look the way they do currently. Yeah. Well, you're not Jay Powell. You're you're not the head of the Fed. But if you were, where is your head on this? You know, output, real economic output per hours worked is already falling. Hiring has slowing down. You look at these numbers and you start to think the U.S. economy seems to be slowing down, which is what the Fed wants. And so I think they should stick to their guns, which is to try to slow down this economy, but to stay ahead of markets. Right. So, you know, if if everything's priced in, you're not going to get the slowdown that you're that you're hoping to get. So hopefully the Fed will stay on course, will will not worry too much about these, the latest numbers, GDP numbers, because retracting and allowing uh, inflation to continue will be more disastrous for the, US, for the U.S. economy in the long run. Orfe, any other thoughts on CPI and the numbers that came out today? I think it's troubling because it's, you know, Americans are really starting to see their financial health eroding rapidly. And so bringing this number down is a priority. Inflation is public enemy number one at this point. For Dr. Orfe Devange, this has been Chris Krug. You've been listening to Everyday Economics, a production of americastalking.com. Subscribe to Everyday Economics by going to americastalking.com. 